Hello, and welcome to another edition of LISI's award-winning Carrier Calls podcast series. Each segment is designed to bring you in on a conversation we're having with our valued carrier partners. Here you'll get the inside information on what sets them apart, how they are raising service levels, and what's next on the horizon. Thanks for joining us. with our Intel team. This week, we have a special episode focusing on the American Rescue Plan, or ARPA, or ARPA. Sometimes just getting all of those names down is a huge part of the task in and of itself. We're turning to our COBRA experts at Sterling to get answers. Welcome back, Jeff Strong. Well, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to talk to everyone about this. I, it's been quite the, uh, the popular discussion currently on what is going on with this COBRA thing. A-R-P-A, ARPA. Uh, it deals with the changing COBRA. So let's kind of talk about it, guys. What is it? Well, the first thing you want to know is it's now a, a, uh, a law that is being put into place that they've got to do. And how they define it is assisted eligible individuals. What does that mean? What it means is qualified beneficiaries or people that are on COBRA. The reason I want everybody to know about that is they may be hearing things differently, right? So in our world, we hear about, hey, do you have a qualified beneficiary or a QB? If they see something called the assisted eligible individual or an AEI, that's the same thing as a qualified beneficiary or a QB. Okay, we know what these individuals are called, but who are they? These are individuals that have lost their coverage and basically have been terminated from a company. What is happening now with the ARP rule is now if you are an individual that is involuntarily terminated or reduced hours at work, then you go on to COBRA, you can be a part of this ARP plan. And what the ARP plan basically says is the federal subsidy, they're subsidizing now the cost, they will pay 100% of the cost for up to six months for that individual. I wanna notate one thing right here that's very important. You didn't hear me say that if you left the company, right? That you have to either have been terminated or your hours have been reduced. Absolutely, that's such an important distinction. It's for those people who have been furloughed or laid off or had their hours reduced because of this past year. All right, tell me a bit more about what the subsidy entails. All right. So the, what the subsidy entails is that when you have a situation that you go on a on COBRA due to involuntary hours, right? We, we want to make sure we really drill that down or reduced hours or termination. Uh, the, the individual, the QB or the AEI will pay nothing. The employer will pay the full premium due to the carrier. And so that's one thing I really want to jump out at people. Okay. We have the employee or the former employee who is eligible for the COBRA subsidy. We have the employer who's going to be handling the cost aspect of it. How does the employer handle the cost aspect of it? The employer will be paying the full cost of this and then they will be getting reimbursed through tax credits. You can be either through the payroll tax credits or credits the amounts that exceed the payroll taxes as a refund Everyone wants to know what date they need to get this on the calendar so that they're in compliance and they're ship shape and no one's going to come after them. 
what is the first date that employers need to be aware of? Well, it's right around the corner. It's April 1st, as of April 1st, 2021 through September 30th, 2021. This is when this subsidy period will exist. One of the things that we've seen happen over this past year is, you know, employment has been affected for a lot of people and they have been COBRA eligible, but they haven't been able to take COBRA because of their financial situation. So let's say that someone was terminated last summer, July 2020. What about that person? Right. So it is very interesting. This is something you've never seen in the past. So during this time period with the COBRA subsidy, you have what's called the second bite at the apple. So if you were an individual that the COBRA elapsed, but you now want to get back on because the federal government is going to uh, allow a 100% subsidy where you don't pay, you can. You can get back on and you can finish the rest of your plan. So, you know, as you know, you get on COBRA and you've got a time period that you can do it. Once you re-up, if you will, you, the clock would keep going. So you don't get to start over at the beginning. That's definitely something you want to keep in mind. That's a great piece of information. There's going to be a lot of spreadsheets, I think, in people's futures as they're tracking when they became eligible for COBRA, when they came back on, and when that coverage will end for them. This is a great opportunity for those people who have been negatively affected by the COVID situation and have lost their employment. However, you know, I know that my county is starting to move into the next tier. We're seeing more things reopen. What if this individual that is taking advantage of this COBRA subsidy is now able to apply for a new job group benefit coverage or perhaps they're Medicare eligible? What happens in those scenarios? There is a rule written into the law that says, look, if you have the ability to go get Medicare or a, be on a benefit plan and you do not let your employer know and you just sit on their COBRA, you can be fined $250. So what they don't want is somebody to go get a job and just sit on this COBRA until it ends because they don't have to pay. So they're keeping an eye on it and astute to it. So that's something that everybody should be aware of. That's a really good tip about making sure that you're using this program appropriately and that you're applying for the coverage that you're eligible for. So one of the things that I was thinking about while you were talking, Jeff, is just about a year ago, we had you as a guest on this podcast to talk about <laughs> all of the corona changes to the COBRA laws and that extension period. And I remember I'm thinking now, it seems so funny. What an innocent world. You know, it was about April yeah. and we're like, okay, so when the emergency period ends, let's say that's going to be yep. May. When does that clock start? Yeah. 52 oh, weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. And counting. So yeah. oh, it was amazing. how does this new COBRA subsidy fit in with those COBRA extension laws? So that's a great question. So it's really been interesting. We are waiting on guidance from the DOL, right? So now at this point, you probably all feel like you're in advanced calculus class, right? Or you kind of go, wait a minute, there's an equation over here and the pandemic has to end for this to start and that can go over there. And then I've got to tie in a subsidy concept. And so it can be uh, really overwhelming. So that's where you want to kind of reach out to us or the people that deal with COBRA all day long. Uh, I will tell you, it's been very intriguing because even though you do have these 
time periods and and the um, the flexibility, a lot of people are still kind of saying, nope, I want to have my coverage. Here's my money. Off you go. Absolutely. We know brokers that your groups are going to be coming to you, expecting you to be that expert. And we want to be your expert in your back pocket. So reach out to your LISI sales team, reach out to our partners. We're here for you. All right, Jeff, what is the one last thing that you want to leave brokers with? What is the most important thing for them to remember about whatever we want to call this, the American Rescue Plan, ARPA, A-R-P-A? <laughs> the number one thing you're going to want to do is you're going to want to let your clients know. You don't want to get caught flat-footed. You don't want to have some situation where an HR individual read something on SHRM or another broker hit and talked to your clients about it, and then you look like you're not in the know. So reach out, let them know. And you may not have all the information, but you want to let them know that there's a subsidy coming. It's going to start in April or go till the end of September. There's going to be some notices that'll need to be provided. And then from there, what you want to do is reach out to us and we can try to give you as much information as possible. But that's definitely the, the probably the biggest bright lights, I would say. The brokers that sit back and don't engage their clients, those are the ones that unfortunately tend to lose their clients. Absolutely. That is a perfect ending, I think. Make sure to keep the conversation going, brokers. Like we yep. said, we want to be your experts. Make sure that you're talking to your clients about this. Hey, thank you so much, Jeff, for joining us again. Yes, you bet. Always a pleasure. Always enjoy talking to you guys and have a wonderful day. Thank you. And thanks, everyone, for listening. For more info on what we discussed today, check out our show notes on lisibroker.com. If you have any questions, reach out to your sales team. If you have a topic that you would like for us to tackle, shoot us an email at intel at lisibroker.com. Thanks, everyone. Enjoy what you're hearing. Follow us on Spotify, subscribe on Apple, or find us on your favorite podcatcher. You're exactly right. The one thing that I'm sure everyone's ecstatic about is they have more letters crammed together, right? You've got ACA and FSAs, and now they have ARPA, ARPA.